0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Talk Man City. My name is Patrick Donahue, And I'm Brandon Cole. This is your weekly Man City podcast from two friends in America who think they know what they're talking about when it comes to football and Man City. Um, We'd love to have your interaction with the show. So to do that, find us under the show name Talk Man City on Facebook or on Twitter, Talk Man City Pod. Thank you, Patrick, for the introduction.
1: I appreciate it. Uh, Very happy to be here, even though... It's been a weird week. What's been going on this week?
0: I have a lot of changes this week. I started a new job, and you're starting to transition back working from home again. Yep. So, yeah, it's been a lot of change this week, and uh, I think good change, ultimately, but I definitely have that, um, I don't know, first job nerves. I'm real weird about first jobs and routine changes, because... I really knew what I was doing, where I'm at, and where I am. It's like a whole new skill to learn using some of the skills where I was at, but I... Still new. I'm very... I, I Yeah, I'm very self-conscious about what I don't know Yeah, and feeling like I need to learn it all right away. So, kind of a little weird in that, but happy to be here doing the podcast, even though it's international break, and personally, I... Yeah. I hate international break. It's that's, so That's more
1: what I was alluding to and then you went personal. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. We have personal lives."
0: Yeah, we do. Weird, right? <laughs> we are humans outside of this podcast. What? I know. Barely. Barely. I I'm barely human. I'm barely alive. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyways, so uh as we continue on <laughs> our podcast.
0: Yeah, so international break, I just everything goes on pause. Uh, my a general entertainment world revolves around city playing, and so these the beginning of it's the beginning of season, and then right now we're in World Cup qualifiers, which we'll get into in a minute. But, um, I don't know, I just I've never been a fan of international football except for the actual tournaments itself. I don't care about qualification, I certainly don't care about the friendlies itself, um, especially being from America, you know. I, I don't really support my national team all that much because just we've talked about it before. I just we're we're such garbage on the men's side, at least. I agree. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll get into what happened this this coming game. It was great. It was okay. It was an okay game against a team we should be beating, but we'll get into it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Just everything kind of pauses, and the two weeks of international friendlies or competition or whatever is just boring so
1: to bring some energy into this conversation because I'm not saying there isn't
0: energy it's just this is a tough one yeah because we're not the huge, biggest fans we're not about... the biggest
1: fans it's not the greatest thing and we have the expectation that United States
0: is going to yeah, lose yeah we're, we're part of a nation that's definitely not going to win the World Cup anytime soon so yeah. we're like
1: eh and if we did
0: I mean I'm, I'm going to drive gonna, traction I'm going to buy into World Cup hype don't get me wrong because every time it comes around, I get excited. I love, as far as international competitions, I fucking love World Cup. It's Because that's how I got into it. Yeah, the, I wanted
1: to break away for a
0: second and go to that story. Tell me,
1: once again, because uh, I was there with you when it happened. But for the audience, walk us through your first time experiencing football.
0: What is known as the glorious game? Beautiful game, but... Gloriously beautiful. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so World Cup for me is super special. Just it's the most exciting competition for me, even better than the Euros, because there's so much, literally worldwide traction with it. And I, I can tell you that now after watching football for many years. But how it all started for me is the, the guy I do this podcast with, Brandon called me up before I think I had to go to work one day because of the job I was running at the time. And he's like, yo, you want to go watch World Cup? And I was like, okay. Not so much for the love of football, but it was an excuse to go get food and drink beer with my buddy. So, yeah, I'm always down for that. What do we do? We had to drive around uh, whatever the shopping place was that yeah. we were at, that is out here, and we tried to go into, I think like some sports bar and they were totally full up because we made this decision like the day of the game and didn't reserve anything. So we end up at like some burger place, red Robin and (laughs) hashtag sponsor, hashtag sponsor us, red Robin. Yum. Yum. See that one's free. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's coming. It's coming. (laughs) So we end up, at this Red Robin and, you know, you get our food and we're hanging out. And it's it's actually pretty packed in there because everybody else that couldn't make it into the yep. sports bar could, came over here. And I think we were playing Portugal at the time. Yep. So I remember sitting there and... Mr. Clint Dempsey. Was it Dempsey? Yeah, it must have been Dempsey. And, you know, I'm kind of watching the game, kind of getting into it a little bit, but mostly just shooting the shit with Brandon. Was it Portugal or Brazil? We were playing Portugal because I remember... I was on, uh, I'm thinking the, of the, Neymar. No, no, I'm no. Thinking. That comes later for my story. Oh, okay. But, um, I was on like an old Twitter. I had like back when Twitter was new and I remember a buddy of ours, David was kind of tweeting about the game and about how he didn't like Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. I had no idea who that was at the time, but, um, that's what re- comes to my brain in in and, okay. So it's Portugal. Got it. Um, and anyways, we, (laughs) (laughs) then Clint Dempsey goes through and I don't remember the time, but he goes through on goal and the entire place blew up, including me like shouted yelling. And I just felt that rush of emotion Mm -hmm. and like what it means for your team to score a goal changes a lot. And it, that moment, something switch went off in my brain and I've been hooked ever since. And then the well, that was the first moment. And then the second moment, and this is where Brazil comes in. A couple of days later, I was had the day off or something like that. And I was at home and I was like, I'll check out fuck it, I'll check out the World Cup again. Turned on like NBC and it was Brazil versus somebody. And I saw this player receive the ball in the wing and, you know, do some step overs and you know Blow past like four defenders because I had no idea it was a weaker team. Turns out that player's Neymar. Mm-hmm. At, again, had no idea who it was at this point, yeah. and it it was that moment that I was like, I think I actually texted you." I can't. I don't even remember exactly how it went, but I remember something going off my being like, "I'm hooked. I have to know who this player is." And it was that World Cup that I was like, "I wanted Brazil to win," and that's the one. That's the one where they lost 7-1 because yeah. it was in Brazil. Yep. Um so I remember I was like, "Well, I want Brazil to win, you know, cuz I knew the USA was going out at that point." Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it was Neymar from there. I found out Neymar played for Barcelona at the time. Became a Barcelona fan and from there kind of found the Premier League on a whim and ended up becoming a City fan and yeah, before so before Before I knew tier yeah no they were top tier at the time I just didn't yeah. know it, it literally was I turned on the tv and I just turned on a match I didn't even I don't even remember looking at who was playing or anything like that. I was like oh Premier League like I know that's
1: mm-hmm.
0: England and all I knew is basically Chelsea from again our our yeah. buddy in down in Tucson David shout out to David you don't listen to podcasts so you won't hear this but and it city happened to be playing i don't even remember who were playing but i just remember turning it on and watching this team in sky blue play football and i was like i really like how they play and this is when this was like the last second to last or the last year of pellegrini so we still had like david silva and yaya torre and i think sterling had just recently come over maybe he was a year Or two in it would have been at that time, yes. And so, yeah, just watching them play, and I was like, I really like this team in Sky Blue, I'm gonna support them. And from there, I just dove headfirst into like, well, who is City? What Who's is City's the, rivals? Uh, what is a print? And it's just kind of grown from there. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I gotta hate United now, and <laughs> so what I do. <laughs> so I'm going to ask then if... That was a little long-winded, but yeah, that, that, the, long, the short version of all of that, if you've made it this far, too long, didn't read version, is... T.L.D.R. Like, World Cup is so special to me because I know what it means to watch World Cup and then become a fan of this sport. And because now this sport is so special to me, I need the United States to qualify so that I can share that love with all my friends and then infect that other people with that. And like, I want this sport to be so popular here. And I know we have a lot of challenges with that, but at least every four years we have this opportunity to be like, no, check it out. This is how fucking cool this thing is.
1: So let me ask for everyone who's listening. Do you have that moment? That is, I don't necessarily want to say the come to Jesus moment because it's not necessarily a come to Jesus, but that shock and awe that, that emotional movement moment. By just watching a game. Yes, we can talk about American football kind of that same way, except I feel like they're very angry. It's very um, aggressive, sort of um, cheering or not cheering, booing. But with Prem, with football, not even Prem, not even in the Prem. Yeah. Football in general, do you have that, that, wow, this is actually happening, that the chills down your spine, the excitement... The blood rushing. The I'm gonna step out out of my chair. I'm on my feet. I'm shaking. The guy's hand next to me. I'm hugging the person across Some the restaurant. Stranger, I've never met. Do you have that moment? If so, let us know. What is what was that moment for you? And what team was it? Who were you watching? Or what feeling did you feel during that entirety of whatever?
0: Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, I'm going to hop on the uh, podcast Twitter right now and we're going to type this out as tell us your most profound footballing moment. So if you listen back to this and you hear this and you already commented on it, you know you were one of the first and we'll get back to it in the next episode. Yes,
1: we will. We'll also be probably doing a poll here shortly, um, but we'll probably hit on that um, within the next week or two. So let's USA beat Panama 5-1. to one. I don't want to go into it too much just because we two of them were penalty kicks. You stated
0: it very well. Did USA play really well, or did Panama just not play well at all? Uh, the only comment I have about the USA-Panama game is uh, just what you said. It, from what I saw, very much a tale of two halves. Um, and surprisingly, the USA did not have a lot of possession in the game. I'm just looking at that now. Tells me they play it, tells you how much I know. They play a counter attacking game. But, um, the I'm going to get lucky game. Yeah. And, I mean, we put four past him in the first half, which is great. As much as he plays for Chelsea, look, it's a USA team. Shout out to Christian Pulisic, man. Pulisic. That guy, that guy fucking dominated. Like, he is so, even though he's normally benched, and I guess if you talk to Chelsea fans, he's kind of shit for Chelsea. He is so, even just training with that Chelsea first team, he is leaps and bounds above anybody on the U.S. national yeah. team except for Zach Steffen. But uh, I will
1: say, Christian, though, I see him as kind of the, the leader or the point of the spear for the team.
0: Yeah, my, my concern is that all that pressure is going to fall onto him, and it's going to be very similar to Messi at Argentina. Oh, when he botched it and kicked it over the goal. Not so much that. More, everybody's going to pressure him to be this badass player, and he's going to do his best to be a badass player. But he's going to need a team around him to supply him with like part of what made Messi so good at Barcelona is his service. Yeah, he could do crazy shit, and he could he's he's Messi. But at the same time, like he had a bunch of players around him that could play a ball to him. I will shout out. Palistic got the he got the hat trick, and his third goal in that hat trick is something yeah. very fucking special. Oh, yeah. Receives a uh, yeah. pass in the box, nut makes a defender, and then sits the keeper down to put it in the opposite corner. Hmm. It's clean. Chef's kiss, like very very good. Yeah, that's all I got to say about the game. And and we still couldn't keep a clean sheet. And second half, Panama honestly outplayed the USA.
1: What what game was it where? Um, Oh, it was, wasn't. I think it was Brazil. There was one time where Brazil played the World Cup and you look at it and 10 out of the 11 players were on Barcelona. I think it was I that.
0: Think, actually, I think it was Spain at yes, the time. And it, I was think it was Spain. the year they won the World Cup, which yep. would have been 2012, 2012, I think. Hold on. Well, Live podcast. podcast. Sorry, in 2010. 2010 is when they won the World Cup, and yeah, that team is essentially Barcelona's starting eleven, minus like Messi. Yeah, they had Xavi and he asked, uh, uh, everybody that any insert famous Spanish name, and they they played for that He's team. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, 100%.
1: You put your top-tier teams across the other states. They have the most money, so they can get the highest players. They can get the best players in their – wherever. And to turn that around, to put it into a national team is insane. But it also kind of says, like, hey, Spain or Europe or this location is the soccer capital of the world. The best players are coming out of these countries. Since we're on kind of this this World Cup status, this national team status, mm-hmm. what round do you think the United States can make it at the current play level that we do?
0: Well, that's tough. I don't. I I don't follow the USA very much. i would be much easier to answer England. We're not winning. I do not think no. we're gonna win. God uh, no! Are you kidding me? Like, even that 5 1 game, there's two penalties, so that's poor defending on Panama's part. And I watch the game and it's just, USA just doesn't look good. So, where do I think? If it, well, a big part of it depends on what the USA draws. Okay. So, it depends where their group, they yeah, get grouped. their
1: group stage. <laughs> they goes up against. <laughs>
0: if they go up against England. You're paired against Spain. France. Europe. <laughs> France. Yeah, the entire continent of Europe. You got to go I'm over talking, all of Europe. I'm talking,
1: <laughs> I'm talking the United States versus Europe. All of it.
0: <laughs> if they're in a group with like Spain, England, Germany, or some, well, it won't be like that. It'll be like Spain, England, the USA, and fucking North Macedonia or some shit like that. And if they're in that group, yeah, I don't think you're getting out of the group stage. So it really depends on how the group draw grow uh, goes, Goes, yeah. If they get a decent group, they'll make it out of the group stage. Barely. They won't take top spot. Um, but yeah, we're not going much farther than the, how's it set up this year? Is is it then round of 16, then eight, then four. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. They won't get it out of the last 16. And and that's dependent on the group. If they get a whore, if they get a group of death, They're not making it out of the group stage. Yeah.
1: I'm not going for the United States. I live in the United States, obviously, but I don't know who I got to go for.
0: I'm pretty sure we're going to qualify, so I will back the United States as far as they're in competition because that's what you do. You back your country, and as an American, I want us to succeed, and I really do think we could succeed if we changed a few things, but... As far as who I'm backing and who I normally back in world uh, or international competitions, I'm an England fan, so I want England to go all the way. I think with the squad that they have and just... I would love to see it come home. Uh, I would I love it. it's not football home. is coming home. I'm telling you right now, 2022, football is coming home. Um, The only issue with the England squad is they... they well, it's kind of down Gareth Southgate and his need to have like a bajillion different defenders. And his defensive choices are fucking weird, but I, I'm not well-versed enough on how to... I'll repeat everything everybody else has already said. But to talk about and bring it a little bit back to City, I just saw the highlights for the England-Ivory Coast game, which, by the way, I'm happy the Ivory Coast is out because Wilfred Zaha is Ivorian, and I just really dislike him, so... If, if he can not make the World Cup, that'd be great. Um, but Calling you out, homie. Yeah, straight up. Uh, calling the whole nation out. <laughs> um, Whoa! It's, I'm American. It's what we do. Uh, <laughs> um, I.E. Iraq. No. We'll cut that out. Uh, Sterling scored a goal. Uh, again, tap in. But it was from an assist from Grealish. And in, again, this is just based on the highlights alone. Grealish and Sterling were linking up pretty well and it, they look to be really good. So it's really good to see, you know, the City players hopping into that England team and just kind of carrying over, I guess, the skills they learn at City to help their national teams. And I mean, Zach Steffen, as far as I can tell, he did pretty well for Panama. And I think the goal against the USA was, I don't know, I don't know, really remember if it was his fault or not, so... Yeah, just good to see Sterling and uh, Grealish linking up in the national team.
1: Yeah, I think uh, when you find chemistry, when you find that everyone, I feel that everyone has this moment in their life where they meet that person, a friend, uh, a relationship, someone at work where you know exactly how they work and you just work well with them. You don't know what it is. It's just a natural item. There's no like... Confrontation or conflict It's just left hand right hand mentality I can be writing something down With my right hand I know exactly what's going on with my left hand It's on my dick (laughs) 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 But As I continue through You just know those people I think Are you saying my hand's on your dick? No 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 No. (laughs) Man City. They've worked well together. The players on there, they have chemistry, and it shows outside of it.
0: Yep, I think um again like in their celebrations too. uh, One thing I just like to see is they seem like pretty good friends. Sterling and Grealish, yeah, because like when they assisted each other and all of that stuff. They're all very excited for each other within them. I mean, obviously, everybody celebrates in a goal, but Sterling specifically looks to Grealish and is like, yeah, my guy, basically. Yeah. I don't know if those were exact words, but, yeah, it's just good to see that chemistry, carrying, like you said, carrying over and that there is some camaraderie there.
1: All right. So, overall,
0: I think that it's going to be an exciting World Cup when we finally get there. But the build up to it's kinda of boring. We never did get to who is your team in the World Cup this year. I don't know. Gotta see all the teams first.
1: Yeah, I gotta see there's like I said, there's five teams left. Um Wales always does a really good job. I am a big fan of um Mr Um Gareth Bell. Gareth Gareth Bell. Gareth. Um
0: part time golfer. A
1: hundred percent jacked.
0: He is pretty ripped.
1: Consistently. But I don't know, man. That's a tough one. That's a really tough one. I I like to say Europe as well because I'd love to see it come home. You mean England?
0: Oh, I said all it again. Of, all said, of Europe.
1: I'm talking the Continental Cup. <laughs> <laughs> North America, South America, Europe. We're picking... <laughs> no. <laughs> I said it again. England. I would love England to... Uh...
0: Yeah. Like I'm an England fan, I I think, but I I just don't know enough about the national teams to to let you know who's going to win, but we'll put a poll out um before this episode and uh probably talk about uh maybe we'll do it in the next or maybe we'll do it after the episode drops of uh who you think will win the World Cup. I know it's a bit early and not all the teams have been decided, but I think that'll be figured out by the time this drops. Yeah. So, we'll put that poll out there, but other than that, um that's kind of all I got. I know it's a bit of a shorter episode this week because yep. uh, well, there's no city games going on, so we're not as excited about yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: I definitely feel an energy change talking in international
0: territory versus prem league. Yeah, it's because I'm so foreign to it, and I I just don't get hyped. Come World Cup though, like when it, we actually get into it, I'll get a lot more hyped. Cause I it's think round of sixteen, I'll get hyped. Hundred percent. Group stage, I don't know, man. Just because there's a lot more, there's a lot more riding on that. versus like figuring out who's going to be it in it the only thing that was shocking uh leading up to it is i guess italy's out of it so that's interesting because they played their no they played their good team north macedonia just came up big
1: they had a good game
0: yep uh anyways that'll uh wrap up this episode you guys have a great week we'll be back next week as we kick off april and things get real fun and real interesting. So we'll be talk back next week talking about the Burnley match and then we head into Champions League, Liverpool. Champions League Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, so it's yeah. gonna be a fun one, Holy guys. Gal. Buckle up. Make sure to follow us. On follow the socials. Follow us on the socials. Uh main places we are is Facebook. It's just a page name, Talkman City. Uh, interact there. I'm, I'm monitoring that all the time. And then uh, for you Twitter people out there, it's just at TalkmanCityPod. Again, I, I try to be up to date on that as much as I can be. And if you comment, um, I'll get back to you. So. Sick. Love it. Patrick, thanks for hanging out today and
1: chatting for an extra I don't know, 30 minutes?
0: Absolutely, man. Always appreciate doing this. And uh, we'll be back next week with some more city contact. Sweet. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you